Warning, Fujoshi Cast is a podcast on manga and anime filled with Fujoshi fields and imagination. Fujoshi Cast is not responsible if you cry in your sleep, wishing you can read Japanese and read all the amazing manga that are still unlicensed. Hi everyone, Happy New Year, and welcome to another edition of Fujoshi Cast. Um, I'm so excited about this year because it's another great year for comics, it's another great year for manga. And um, for this show in particular, um, I'm going to talk about the best of manga list that was released in the last year. So um, I'll be talking about around three particular um Best of manga list. First is the Kono Manga Ngasugoi. Um, this manga is great um, list. Um, and then Kono BL Gayabai, which is the list of like the best BL released last year. And then last is the Comic Natalie Manga Awards or the Comic Natalie Manga Taisho, which was also released last year. And um, with me today is actually one of my closest friends, and she's been a long-time manga buddy of mine, and surprisingly, she is not a Fujoshi. Um, I invited her around because uh, we often do this quite regularly as friends, where she and I would meet like for coffee or for dinner or whatever, and then we'll start talking about what manga you're reading now, is it good, blah, 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 and then, yeah, sure, okay, and then we'll swap manga. So, um... So with me, I'm quite happy to have my friend uh, Yue for today. Hi, Yue. Hi. Thank you for inviting me to with you, to your Fujojo cast. You're like a special yeah. Fujoshi, <laughs> <laughs> like honorary <laughs> Fujoshi. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I don't really read BL, uh, but I sometimes do when you re- recommend. Some stuff, yeah. <laughs> no, I only like, I only like Yoshinaga Fumi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yun eh. It's good, eh? mm. Yeah. She... <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in this world who doesn't like Yoshinaga Fumi. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Okay. Um. So I'm just going to talk a little bit more about the awards. Um. You mm-hmm. are quite familiar with this already. <laughs> I'll just talk a little bit about best of manga list and awards. Um, Japan is a knack for listing things and surveying random things, but um, I tend to keep watch of these short lists of manga awards and the Kono Manga Ngasugoi list because sometimes, you know, um, there's really a lot of manga being released in the year, and I I, I don't know if it's the same with you, uh, Yue, that you find it difficult keeping track of all the new and upcoming manga that's coming yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. Really um, like, for example, it's hard to keep track of magazines mm. um, and the new titles that are coming out. And then it's also difficult to, you know, for example, especially for us who are not living in Japan. Yes, yes. We don't really have access to bookstores where yes, you yes. can just see things off the shelf and like, oh, look, there's a new Yoshinaga Fumi title. <laughs> okay, but there's really no no new Yoshinaga Fumi title. Okay, just a, just an example. Yeah, and yeah. then we just pick it up and so on. So I I I tend to look at um, best of manga lists to check, for example, new manga that are coming out 
or not really coming up, but came up last year that I haven't had the chance to read. Is it the same with you, Yue? Uh, Actually, I don't. Every time, like, in example, in my Twitter line, that ah, Comic Natalie Tai Show was announced, and then I sometimes check the link, I sometimes don't, because I don't really care. I'm really picky on choosing manga. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really pick the manga because everyone likes it. So, yeah. you know, so that's the thing about me. It's also bad, bad habit of mine because sometimes later, way later, I check it, like, and it, and the the manga that everybody liked is actually really good. I'm like, I, how come I didn't check it out way, way back before? <laughs> because um, even if I shout right now, well, everybody else knew about it before. It's 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 too late. Like, oh, of course it's good. <laughs> like, it's everybody knows that it's good. So I'm like that. So I'm really picky in manga. But I sometimes do read mangas that are really in the trend when I feel like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, the, the interesting thing about the Kona Manga Ngasugoi list and the uh, Comic Natalie Manga Award is it only really looks at titles that are released from the previous year. So mm. it doesn't really follow trends like what are the most popular manga that came out or I mean if it were One Piece would be there every year. Mm. <laughs> you know, yes. you know what I mean? But <laughs> yes, yes. Th- that's that's I, I think I I got my resolve into, you know, looking at list even the short list not not necessarily the winners but the short list just to see which manga was interesting for example the case of comic natalie manga award is it's it's a manga award based on a survey distributed among people in the comic industry these people it's all voluntary none of them are forced to um, participate and so on um they're asked to name 10 titles released in the last year which they think got them excited or passionate about reading manga. Um, and these titles are tallied, and the title with the most votes receives the award. I really like this this system because it's not bound by any genre. Like, you only have to choose shonen manga, you only have to choose seinen manga, or you only have to choose, like, jose manga. Because sometimes, I understand what you were talking about earlier with trends, mm-hmm. where you see comic awards choosing particular titles based on their publisher. Yes, yes, yes. Or sometimes it's based on, like, you know, titles that are really, really popular among Mm. critics only. Mm. And Mm. so this one has, uh, this one doesn't have that, like, if there's a high literature for manga, you know, it's nothing like that. It's just things that they really feel excited about. And then if it, if it ends up having the numbers, then that's good. Mm. And then in the case for Konamang Nasugoy and Konangabiyal Gayabai, it's similar to what you're saying about saying earlier about trends. Yeah. yeah. Um, since the respondents for this one is wider. So you have celebrities, um, critics, bookshop owners who all pool their nominations for Konamang Nasugoy and Konabiyal Gayabai. And Particularly for Konamangangasugoy, um, the selection is divided between male-oriented manga, otokono manga, and female-oriented uh, manga, or, you know, the ones for girls. And then they have a separate one for BL, which kind of, like, annoys me, because, you know, there's some BL that can also, you know, be really good. 
So, for these two award lists, um, I suggest uh, I suggest people to, to look into them. Because uh, I think when I was planning this podcast with you, eh, we, I don't know if it's the same for you, but at least with me, it was a good way of checking out which manga was interesting or which manga was nice, which have I read in the previous year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, when you asked me to look at Comic Natalie and Konomangagas Boy, it's the first time I really, really look at the titles closely and I choose. And I even read some of the titles that I haven't tried yet after uh, you asked me to look. Like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, we can like, talk about you know, it later. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I it's, it's yeah, it's nice. Um, from this year, I should check more of these awards. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. That's this always fun. Um, I yeah. it used to be that I only get to check um the Taisho mm-hmm. nominees, the mm-hmm. manga Taisho nominees, mm-hmm. but it's not yet out mm-hmm. <laughs> and. <laughs> And yeah, I'm being really lazy about it. <laughs> but um, for those who are interested uh, to to know who what what titles are nominated for both Comic Natalie Manga Award and for the Konomangas Goy Award and the Konobi Ilgayabai Award, I have links in the post below. And um, and now actually, interestingly, for Comic Natalie, uh, they gave the top prize to this title called Sakamoto Desga by Sanonami. It's a school comedy about a really amazing boy who suffers at how amazing he is. And if awesomeness is a crime, then Sakamoto's probably its top criminal. It's a it's a gag manga. And it's not exactly for everyone, but it's still hmm. the humor is quite nice. Have you read it? Uh, um yes, some bits of it. Um I think yes. I think it's quite interesting that Sakamoto Desga won first in Natalie and placed second at Kono Mangagas Goi because, like you said, um, it's a pure comedy style of manga and it's not type of manga which tells a story, you know, like adventure, suspense, but it's type of manga which we enjoy and look forward what will this Sakamoto-kun do next. So I really wonder how far this manga goes. Um, it currently is at its second volume. Mm, and, yeah, um, like until what volume can the author continue with the same comedy style? I mean, other gag mangas have gone on forever. Mm. Like, um, <laughs> I was gonna say Gintawa, but <laughs> <laughs> no, Gintawa has a story. Um, but, yes, it has a story. Yes, but there are other gag mangas that have gone on forever like um there's this one with the afro guy but it's ah ah okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. i remember this that there's this manga about an afro guy and it has a story when he started in high school and then even when he became a salary man mm-hmm. and so on and so forth i, I don't know it, it's crazy but mm-hmm. it, a god manga can go far i've actually read the second volume of sakamoto deska actually when it was first announced in Comic Natalie, which was sometime in October or November, I was actually excited about it because the first volume was really, really funny. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, like, at the top 
of my oh my god this is like mm. the best manga ever mm. for yes, last year yes yes and i had the chance to read the second volume recently mm. and i'm starting to see what you're mentioning earlier about mm. it being a problematic title yes yes wherein the gag can only run so far and you know you know how gag manga is it's like you have the best jokes in the beginning and then mm-hmm. suddenly your the joke becomes repetitive that it becomes really mm. not good but yeah. i'm not sure the second volume wasn't that good for me and um i don't know um maybe it's not going to be in the list next year yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe if, um, if yeah. unless a volume three does something really really amazing and, and the only thing i can think about about this manga is that the author will come up with another character besides sakamoto maybe a rival something yeah something new to the story i don't know that's the only thing i could think about like look at gintama it has so many characters that's why so many interesting characters that's why that story can keep up that long long time i think (laughs) yeah but now as of now it's only sakamoto right and yeah, there are other characters, but yeah. it, the Sakamoto is the really main um, funny part about this manga. No, yeah, he kind of got some kind of rival, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's mm. it's it's still not it's still not working for me. The yeah. intensity of the you know it's not as intense as the first volume. So, but we'll see. I think everyone was just wowed by how amazing the first volume was. <laughs> um, that kind of, I don't know how second volume would go. So, yeah, the Comic Natalie top prize went to Sakamoto Desga. I think with Comic Natalie, since, um, since the theme of Comic Natalie is to choose a manga that's most interesting or that, you know, you got excited or passionate about manga, they have a tendency to choose, like, funny manga like uh the first comic natalie awards they actually chose oremonogatari mm. by kawahara kazune and um aruku mm. yeah mm. and then anyway enough about comic natalie's winner we can mm. go now to konamanga yabai yeah um as i said earlier konamanga yabai has two uh winners because it allocates for the men's category and the women's category. Um, for the men's ma- category, it's Matsui Yusei's Ansatsu Kyoshitsu. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the most controversial titles running in Shonen Jump right now, and it's about an alien teacher who set out to teach his students how to kill him within a year, else he'll destroy the earth. Mm. Okay, And um, in the women's category, it's Sayonara Sorcier by Hozumi. Um, Hosumi has been uh, making rounds with in the you know in this award list because I think she also got a an a Konomanga Sugoi shortlisting last year with uh Nantoka Senjitsu Shiki no Senjitsu yeah um but with Sayonara Sorcier um it's a story about an art dealer who's trying to represent the reality of common people um onto the elite through artworks you know he he tries to sell um art that tries to represent the people the poor people to the rich people so it's a sort of historical story i i really haven't read it i just saw summary the summary over wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) and i i I, i'm actually interested in it and um 
I really should be reading it. Yes. And um, I will. I promise I will. Yeah. I'll probably buy it later. <laughs> but, um, Yue, I'm quite sure that you're a big fan of Ansatsu Kyoshitsu. Ah, uh, yes. Because <laughs> um, Kirsten asked me to choose five titles. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I have read and I like. Uh, yeah. And one of it was uh, Ansatsu Kyoshitsu. Yeah, so... Yes. You could... I mean, I was worried about this title. I think a lot of people were worried about this title. Um, because this year, for example, um, Viz announced a couple of new titles that were going to release in the US. Mm-hmm. One of which was um, Shobuke Kinosoma. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the fans were hesitant whether they will show Ansatsu Kyoshitsu or, and they will start licensing the title, which was too many very violent. Um, mm. I've read the first volume and mm. it's really violent mm. for me. Mm. I mean, kids bringing out the guns, shooting the mm. teacher, you mm. know, the, the, I mean, although I know that they're not completely killing the teacher because the alien is quite good, mm. um, it worries me that, you know, you have a child, you're trying to encourage a child to kill a person of authority, in this mm. case, the teacher. Mm. And mm-hmm. if you try to think about, you know, Battle Royale, wherein, you know, everybody wants to kill Takeshi Kitano, or mm. Takeshi, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it reminds me of that. So, you as a person who chose this, why do you think it's still good? Why why does it merit it as, you know? Well, at I'll, first, I I thought the same thing. Ah, Ansatsu chose to... Killing, killing in like schools isn't that like um, battle royale and that's the thing and I don't like battle royale. <laughs> I I watch I think I watched the movie but uh, I didn't like it. But this is different because um, I love how they made the character the teacher uh, Koro Sensei mm-hmm. because the Koro Sensei should Wait, be the one? last. Huh? Yes. Isn't that Hi? like a pun of Korose? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the student named the teacher because he's an alien and he didn't have a name. Yeah. Like, uh, like normal people. So and it's their sensei. So one of the girl, her stu- uh, his student named him. Uh, why don't we call him Korosensei? Like, uh, <laughs> because we need to uh, kill him, which is Korose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Koro Sensei. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of feel weird for this name, but yeah, his name is Koro Sensei, so yeah. let's call him Koro Sensei. I really love how they made the character Koro Sensei um, because um, he's the last boss and uh, he should be the bad guy, but he is also the main, um, sometimes cute mascot of the story. He mm-hmm. is funny when he does stupid things and. Uh, and at the same time, he is a really, really good teacher to by, his students. By good teacher, like... Um, he loves his kids. He loves his students. So Like King Pachi Sensei good? Yes, yes. So Seriously? I, yes, so it's kind of like a new version of GTO. <laughs> or King Pachi Sensei. Yeah, maybe King Pachi Sensei is better because GTO. Well, Onizuka is sometimes not really good. So. <laughs> no, but at least you know that Onizuka has a good heart. It's a kind yes. of thing. 
So, 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 I think it's, this is kind of like the new version of GTO. Yeah. I, uh, I picked GTO because I thought it would be more easier to understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because yeah. Kimpachi Sensei is for oldies like us. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised you knew about Kimpachi. Ah, because of Gintama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, so Koro Sensei is the last boss, but also the hero at the same time. Uh, and, is um, there, for I, example, usually, wait, when you say that he's the hero, it mm-hmm. means that all of the students aren't really, you know, there isn't an exceptional student who stands out. Like, uh, you, you know how oh, Shonen, there is, there you know, is, Shonen Jump, there's always that one Futsu boy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, yeah. the regular boy who rises let, up. Let, let me continue. I think the boy Nagisa, Nagisa-kun is the protagonist of mm-hmm. the story. Um, like you said, like Nagisa is really weak, um, not well, stu- uh, not really smart. Like he's a short, not so strong, maybe not good in sport, blah blah blah. But the thing is, they have like he has a potential. Um, pro, yeah, he has a potential to be a great assassin someday. That's what they say, and the story is kind of. Sometimes feature Nagisa that when I start forgetting that Nagisa is the main guy, main boy to maybe kill uh, Koro-sensei someday, but because there are so many things going on, like there's so many new characters, like new students coming into the class trying to kill Koro-sensei, I sometimes forget about Nagisa, but Nagisa is the main boy, to be sure. Like, he seems weak. His face is actually cute. He's like, kind of like, Shota, what Bishon and Yabai. Yabai. <laughs> but um, actually, he's smart. He is really smart. And um, he, uh, he looks at Koro Sensei very much and he even takes notes like what is his weakness so that maybe we have the chance to kill him, blah, blah, blah. But, and, um, and, and sometimes we find the potential that maybe Nagisa is the most strongest student and maybe can be the best assassin in the world or something someday <laughs> does does koro sensei ever say what what like like for example what he wants why he why people need to kill him other than he's going to destroy the earth i like why think... is he even going to destroy the earth no um that is not told yet mm. Mm. So I'm interested if this story is going to keep on forever. Like he, the like, Korosensei never like talks. Like what's his secret or why? Why he wants to like take when the, it becomes like Detective Conan, where is yes, he has yes, five yes, 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 yes. Then that's the time I will stop reading this manga. So the author should keep up his good work. The, the, the pace is good. I imagine the pace is good. The pace is really good. Mm, okay. I suppose it, it deserves its um, its popularity. <laughs> okay, before we go to the rest of your list, um, uh, for those who are also reading uh, BL, um, there is there is a special award earlier, as I mentioned, which is the Konobiya Gayabai. And for the Konobiya Gayabai, the winner is Totem Pose Tokyo Shinchu which is a story about a young man's journey in entering the television industry and falls in love with his boss. 
um, a gay man who kind of is being sundere with him or something. Uh, I really haven't read this title, but I hear good things about it. And people say it's entertaining. For example, in Comic Natalie, um, they left comments about Tokushinchu, and they're saying that, you know, it's even something that even non-BL fans can appreciate. So, that's something. So, now that we said all the winners, okay, let's go on with your list. So, number one is... <laughs> Ansatsu Kyoshitsu. Okay, the, yeah, I already talked about that. Yeah, and then the yeah. the rest. So what are the titles that you found interesting from mm. these two manga lists? Mm. Um, my other choice is Kaku Kaku Shikajika mm-hmm. by Higashimura Akiko. Oh, she's the girl who does um, Kuragihime, Princess Chalice, yes. right? Yes, yes. I think that's her most famous. Popular one. Yeah. Popular um, she does lots of work. She can draw from shoujo to maybe sometimes seinen, yeah. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, What's the story of Kakukakushikajika? Kakukakushikajika is actually an sort of like an essay manga by the author about mm-hmm. herself, like how she went to this school um, to get so that she could start the uh, art to. <coughs> enter uh, art university mm-hmm. yes and um, it's interesting that this manga was ranked high in Natalie yeah but, yeah because this manga is really simple and it's an essay manga and I even heard the author complaining in a radio show that sh- the sales of this manga is the worst among all of her works <laughs> so it's um, not really complaining, but she was like, I really like drawing Kakukakushikajika, but it seems my fans don't really appreciate blah, blah, blah. But it was ranked high in Natalie, so, oh, really? <laughs> Maybe it's because, I mean, for Natalie, the people behind Natalie are also people in the comic industry. So I, I, maybe they're interested with, you know, how an artist develops her craft Mm-mm-mm-mm. and so on it's like it's like you know really big manga otaku would always end up enjoying reading manga about manga yeah show yeah yeah among all the manga blogs uh website i always read natalie yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah anyway it's, it's really good that's why i picked up um well it's just i'm not sure other people but I like this manga because I like this author. I like me. Re- I really like Higashimura Akiko as a yeah. person, and I like reading essay manga. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like most of the manga I buy is essay manga, <laughs> and uh, it's nice to know that how she was brought up at her hometown, like um, what kind of person her teacher was, what kind of friends, and um, it's it really matches her work because she is a type of mangaka who cannot write a completely fantasy with just um, coming up with all her fantasy uh, coming up, you know. She always needs some inspiration from her real life. Mm. Like, mm, one of the manga she writes now, there's a baby alien and I'm sure she took Meropon? the model. Uh, uh, Meropon, yes, Meropon. Meropon. 
in a condition. And I'm sure she, the model is her son. <laughs> her son. I can see some similarities. Mama hmm? Tempest. Yes, yes. That's also an essay manga about, about her son. <laughs> yes, it's really, really funny. I, uh, I remember. I actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's interesting that not only about her son, she started a, a essay, like a pure essay about mm. her life, like um, how when she was young, <laughs> how she started. Yeah, Kakagoshikajika. So, and also, I like this manga because it tells what kinds of fashion and trends young people like in those days. It's really nice if you're interested in, like, uh, culture, history, like, fashion, music. Wait. Mm. Mm. Just it's just to ask, yeah. what was the trend during that time? Ah. Just so that we can know what year... Mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Example, like one her one of her good close friends, yeah. and um, it's because that she was going to that school. She um, Higashimura Akiko, Akiko yeah. well, let's say Akiko Chan, was also uh, also started going to that school to enter the uh, art university. Um, there's this girl. I forgot her name. Sorry, I forgot That's her okay. name. But yeah, her close friends. She's kind of weird. Um, she wants to go to the art university so that she can go to Tokyo and marry this musician. <laughs> Which was, I think, really famous at that time. Who is? And who is Ozaken? Ozaken, Shiranai. Oza- mm, Shiranai. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, like 1980s, mm. maybe. Like mid-80s mid or late 90s. Um, yeah, so and she always reads this magazine called Olive, and that was also famous among those girls at that time. Uh, like, it's a fashion magazine, and I'm sure she likes Ozaken because I found out that Ozaken used to write an essay in that magazine. So it's it's interesting. So you just pick one thing, let's say Ozaken, and then Google search about him, and then you can find out that. Um, he used to write in this magazine called Olive. And, oh, this girl is Olive Girl. She is called Olibu Shoujo. There was this um, girls who Something like the a magazine. Morigal. Yeah, 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 Morigal. Yeah, let's say Morigal. It's Olive Girl. So she was yeah. an Olive Girl because she likes Ozaken. And maybe she liked, she maybe she first liked Olive, yeah, yeah. so she started liking Ozaken. I'm just sure you, you, can, you can learn new things about the trends before. Yeah, that's <laughs> so the thing I, with her. She always has this um, eye for detail. Like, yes, yes. Um, I remember she also did this with Himawari. Mm, yes, yes. In, um, not particularly fashion trend, but she was on the dot with um, the Three Kingdoms yes, yes. fandom. Yes. And, like, she she was following everything related to Three Kingdoms, and you actually learned a lot about Three Kingdoms thanks to, yes. you know. And then she yes. she'd always go to a, her characters with, I think even in Kuragihime they would go mm. into a song, mm-hmm. or follow a particular like I I would see the prime minister and mm. and um, Nanka. I for, I forgot the name of the of of um. Of that guy's dad, but um, 
their dad, the dad, the dad guy in Kuragihime, where it's, yes. they would wear this 1980s fashion, yes, fashion, yes, yes. and then they would be like, nee, nee, um, can you tell us more about the girl and so on and so forth? Nee. And then they did act, did act like this Kogal type of girl. Yes, yes. Oh Kogal. god, oh god, so yeah, funny. yeah. That's that's. That I, well, that's good to hear about Takukakushi. I was worried because I was thinking it would be one of those serious, you know, manga offers. But it's it's nice no, to see. There's lots of comedy parts. Yeah, that's good to hear. And then, what's the next one in your list? Okay. Um. The next is maybe. Uh, I'm not sure which region. Uh. Let I'll pick Hikidashi ni Terrarium by mm-hmm. Kuriyo. Oh, Kuiryoko. That's your Kuiryoko. favorite. Yes. This, uh, it's a compilation works, like short story yeah. in one volume. It's amazing works by Kuiryoko Sensei. Uh, yeah. It's actually, these works were originally started in a web manga by Amazon Japan. Mm. It's like an online magazine by Amazon Japan, I think. I think. All and of the I, stories? Yes, all of the stories. Yes, uh, and not all. Most, most. Okay. Maybe some was picked from another web comic, I think. But okay. most of the works were from that um, online magazine by Amazon Japan. And mm-hmm. I found this manga by a chance, and that's why I started following her works. So of course I'll buy the manga <laughs> when it was out in uh, in uh, Tankobon. So, oh. But mm. is this different from her earlier work, the the one uh, with the dragons? Yes, yes. Mm. It's a bit different. This is much shorter. One one episode is much much shorter than her past works. So how yeah. is the story like of um, Hikidashi Terrarium? Mm, it's a compilation. So each episode is like totally different there's no connection with the law uh, yeah like, but what i mean is if it's if it's like in terms of is it a fantasy is it a uh, romance um, is it um just for folks who are not familiar with kuiryoko it has everything i should say um uh, it has what? fantasy That's... yes the episode you the guy eats uh, goes to this uh province province uh, countryside to eat dragon mm. and in another episode it's about like in a planet where you're not allowed to bring in any religion things like even like a charm uh, so mm. she's she's somewhat like a SF writer yes but she can also do fantasy uh, so the my question with Kuriyoko is um well not really question but my comment with her work is that a lot of her works are really good especially yeah. for Japanese because mm-hmm. a lot of the myths or a lot of the cultural um the uh cultural how do I put it oh my god it, it's it's escaping my mind now but a lot of her cultural references there mm. are are very entrenched or very immersed in Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, well, I haven't read Yikidashi Niterarium, but, um, for example, you were talking about the idea of charms earlier, which is, mm-hmm. again, very Japanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, 
she's actually a really great artist. And I think she's the kind of artist that I remember suggesting her work once or twice to um to vertical, especially when they ask for like, you know, maybe we can get some license and stuff. Because it's her works are just one shot. Mm. They're all short stories. Mm. And they're all like they're really fantastic, you know, mythical things and mm. it's about the interesting thing with her is it's about um the word is magic realism in mm. in yes. English. Um, wherein she brings all of these fantastic and sci-fi elements into reality yes. and people just act as if it's the normal thing like mm. you know it's part of their lives mm. and Kui Ryoko does this really well and her art is very beautiful she has this really cute um, how do I put it? it it's it's actually kind of moe even mm. Um, sometimes, but uh, it's a very she's a, a very cute and delicate art. But because it's so Japanese, mm. I don't know if the licensors will get it. I hope somebody does. Mm. I hope so. Yeah, because yeah. I think the world should know how awesome Kui Ryoko is. Yes, yes, the whole world should know. Because <laughs> uh, I actually <laughs> just heard of Kui Ryoko from Yue also when. Yeah. I think her first two books came out. Yeah. And I was into um, Hataraki Kentaro's. Mm. Um, and then you were telling me, oh, if you like Hataraki Kentaro's, you know, you should read Kuiryoko's works. And we were having dinner and she brought the two manga. It's like, read it now. Yes, read it now. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, I was, and I was doing my best to read it. And it was, well, from what I remember, they were really good works, but yeah, a lot of the references were very Japanese, and um, I'm hoping at least Vertical considers it or Yen Press gives it a thought. But yeah, that's how Kui Ryoko is probably one of those authors that's always going to be um, in the radar. I, I think she has great potential. I, I want to look into her brain. Like, what is she thinking? How, no, I want how her does to write she come a, up with a full-length story? story? Yes, yes, yes. And see what she can do if she had the time and the effort to, you know, really draw out, like, a really long story where she can manipulate the I drama. Think she, she can draw a long story because I know that she has her own her original fantasy story about a war, a fantasy war story, but um, she used to uh, present it in her website, but she stopped She stopped it. So I think she can, maybe she will someday um, start drawing that. But the thing about she can make this small, small short story, Yomikiri, a one-shot, but that story, that short story, it's really like, oh, how do I say it? Um, I can, after re- reading it, even it's so short, my heart fulfills it, like, like it's like I ate, like, a whole cake or something, and I really uh, feel so like, really... yeah, I'm happy about it. It was really sweet, it was really good. Like that, mm. so. <laughs> so. Oh, what kind? What kind? And that that kind of author is, 
I, I wonder if there are author like that. It's it's kind of rare, right, to have an author that can make short story that good. Yoshinaga Fumi so, does it with me with every chapter of Kino Nani Tabita. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Yoshinaga Fumi also. But you know that I like Yoshinaga Fumi. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's true. It's hard to find author, authors authors like, like that. Hmm, that's that's actually a good a good food for thought. Yeah, especially where people are really really into. Um, I, I mean, we don't really think about it, but. You know, sometimes some people actually consider, okay, if I'm going to buy this manga, how long will this manga be? Mm. Right? Yes. And yes. finding that one good manga that has everything in just one volume mm. is hard mm. to find. Yes. Like, yeah. You can so smile, I think, laugh, think, and maybe even cry a bit in just one volume. <laughs> and so that's something, to, that's something to look forward to. I actually had a good... I, I said earlier, yeah. I already had a good time yeah. with Kuriyoko's yeah. earlier work. So uh, yeah. maybe I'll get Kitashini te, uh, Terrarium. Yeah. So what's your next favorite title? Uh, okay. Um, I'll choose Ore Monogatari. Oh. <laughs> Ore oh, Monogatari. This was in my favorite last year, but yes, yes. go on. Yes, yes, yes. It's a super cute shoujo manga. And yes. it's one of those titles that I'm like, why didn't I start reading it from before? <laughs> I yeah, know why didn't likes you? Monogatari. Why didn't you? I was telling you, you should read it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I I'm, read fi- it I'm glad you finally read it. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I, I, I had a feeling that this will be good. So maybe I was keeping it. <laughs> Sometimes I'm really busy that I cannot read manga. So <laughs> maybe I'm Sonsky. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, just for it's a, yeah, go. it's a new style of shoujo manga, right? This Ore Monogatari. Yes, yes, because the guy, the pro- protagonist, is yeah. well ugly. His face is ugly. Well, not really, but in most manga, um, let's say the heroine is like, um, yeah, I'm really? ugly. Ish. I I cannot study. I'm I'm not good at sports. Blah blah blah. But if you see the drawing, she's actually pretty, right? <laughs> Who the the girl? No, I mean in other shoujo manga. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, like uh, to, okay, don't you think um, Sawako is cute, right? Yeah, she ends up. Yeah, she know, is. <laughs> and even really like in Kuragehime, even yeah. Well, it's. Tsukimi, she puts in makeup and she becomes really pretty. But she's really pretty enough without makeup. That's what I think. <laughs> so, well, in most manga, the protagonist face is supposed to be not pretty. But for me, it's already pretty enough. But here, in Ore Monogatari... It's really ugly. <laughs> ugly, ugly. <laughs> but in the same time, you start continue. Uh, you continue reading, and you see how great Takeo is. Yeah. And you start loving him, and you start yes. cheering him. Amen. And then, and then, um, as soon as this manga starts, Takeo falls in love with this girl called Yamato. Yes. And they start dating, like even just in volume one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really super nice. And that's really new in shoujo manga. That's what I think. Mm. If this was the usual shoujo manga, 
with just Takeo and Yamato, you know, uh, do they love each other or do they not? And there's the rival, and then, and Yamato finally feels for when, when Yamato finally feels, uh, and, and sorry, when Takeo and Yamato finally feels for each other and mm-hmm. confess maybe their feelings, that's the end of the story, right? <laughs> yeah, usually, 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 but this is not. So yeah. I am so I was like, wow! So they're seeing each other already, like, oh. and it's just in volume one or two. <laughs> yeah, um, it's actually now at four volumes, mm-hmm. and um, the you're, you're perfectly right about Oremonogatari for things that you mentioned. One is its unique approach to to the shoujo protagonist because mm-hmm. usually, one the shoujo protagonist is always a girl. It's rare to have a male. Protagonist, yes. like oh my god! Since now I've been reading a lot about shoujo manga, like um, I used to think that oh you know this is one of those few mangas that has a male protagonist, and then I found out that one of the earliest shoujo manga by um, um it's it's called Fire mm-hmm. by Nantoka Mizuno has a male protagonist as well, so. It's it's it having a male protagonist has long been around um, shoujo manga, but having an ugly male ugly. protagonist is <laughs> is not you know I don't think it's happened yet. Uh-huh. We've always seen like that bishonen mm. kind of protagonist. So Takeo is you know unique in that way, and I honestly thought that it would you know I, when I first read Oremonogatari, I was like oh my god this is real. <laughs> I was waiting for, I was waiting for like the handsome guy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know how in the first volume, it's amazing because in the first volume, you have the handsome guy who is actually narrating parts of the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you actually see things from his perspective at first, mm-hmm. and then suddenly, yes. you meet Takeo, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What the crap? He's he's <laughs> actually the protagonist." And then, and then when Takeo starts taking over the story you start meeting Yamato. Mm. And then Yamato would always be with his best friend. Mm. And then you start thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be one of those stories where Takeo is just going to be on the sidelines and he's actually talking about the love story of his his best friend. Yes. And then, you know, (laughs) it comes to that point where in, crap, the best friend confronts the girl. And this is all in volume one. Yes, it's Um, just in volume one. The, the best friend confronts the girl and the girl confesses, oh, actually, uh, I'm not here to, you know, spend time with you or talk with you or confess to you. But the truth is, I'm actually really in love with Takeo. Ew, and I'm and like, like <laughs> no, actually, it's so funny because you're so happy about it. But when I first read it, I'm like, what? <laughs> he is so ugly. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I'm so cruel. I'm really bad. But... It's true. He's it's not true. he's not your perfect mm. at first. <laughs> he's not handsome at all. He's not endearing. He's just well, he has his he has his charm. But um I think the good thing about Oremonogatari is, you know, the reason why they kind of locked the story at volume 1, it's because the real the real problem or the real story happens after because really you know how in shoujo manga once you reach the part where you you confess it's already the end of the story mm-hmm. and you never really realize whether you know okay fine they finally fell in love 
and they finally confess to each other and then you know it will have that short montage of them still being together when they're in college mm. you know implying that they're going to be together forever but you never mm. really know what happens yes. afterwards right yes and it's that big gray area where and you're just you're you're already content with the first happy ending but you're never really sure how much it sustains and i think with oremonogatari they're doing the latter part because i think the latter part is the hardest especially for a guy like Takeo and a girl like Yamato because you have this completely beautiful girl who has nothing but love and affection for her not-so-handsome boyfriend. And then you have the rest of society who are like you and me who will judge her and Takeo for being together. Mm. And, you know, we're going to be like, oh, my God, he's so ugly. And, oh, my God, he's, he's really horrible. You know, I don't, think, I don't think you should, you know, start dating a gorilla. Like, oh, my God, if, what, if, what if Gori actually ended up with, you know, Shimpachi's sister? Something like that. <laughs> you know, it, you can't. It's hard to accept. But the thing with Ore Monogatari is it, it changes you to, you know, it encourages you to change your per, per, perceptions of, you know, the shoujo hero, hero, the shoujo heroine, you know, in the relationship. And it's really good. I love this. I'm glad you're re- finally reading it. I'm so yes. happy. Yes. Yeah. I and, hope the manga continues like this and then maybe it will end, you know, just like this. <laughs> Not I, much suspense. I don't want I think that they want to keep it as a lighthearted comedy. Mm. Yes, 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 lighthearted comedy. But I don't think it will come to a point where... Because the other author... Um, there are two authors working on this, Aruko and... Aruko is the artist. Mm-hmm. And Kawahara Kazune of uh, Lovecom is mm-hmm. the writer. And the thing is, I think it will keep lighthearted because it balances out the crap that is happening in Kawahara Kazune's other title, um, Aozora yeah. Yel, which yeah. is just, you know... Uh, how do I put it? It's all of these high school baseball drama that <laughs> I don't want. Oh, it's it's it's. I mean, at least in Ore Monogatari, the the um, Takeo is an interesting guy, mm. and you know, there's comedy in his face. But in Aozorayel, it's like the most mediocre male lead. Like, he's he's not hand... I mean, he's just a normal-looking guy. He has a buzz cut. He's bald most of the time. And he's not he's not even, like, particularly obs- exceptional or particularly interesting or particularly passionate. He's, like, the most normal of normal boys. And the girl is, like, the same. So it's like, I'd rather not read anything... <laughs> <laughs> That's so normal. So Oremonogatari is like a good, um, good outlet for her. Yes. That's what I think. If you want to read Aozora, yeah, go ahead. Ah, uh, no. Like <laughs> I said, I'm really picky on manga. <laughs> um, and then what's your last title? What's, it's what's the Ginos, last? It's Ginosaji. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves Gino Saji. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's one of those. See, I told you, it's my bad habit. I'm always like that. No, but, but Gino Saji is a nice title. Oh, the anime just started. Yes, the, the, the second s- season. Part two. Yeah, 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 second season. Yeah, I should watch that. 
So, maybe a lot of people knows about Inosaji, but yeah, they do. So, um, the manga in English is Silver Spoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver Spoon. Uh, actually, I never read the whole story of FMA, mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The, but, yeah, um, there's, there's now death threats at your door. Mm, it's like, but if this... you call yourself a Ginosaji fan, you haven't read FMA. <laughs> <laughs> but this author is wow, great. Like, even after the success of FMA, she was able to make another hit manga. And it's a totally different style of topic. It's not fantasy adventure style like in FMA. Yeah. And I started reading this because I love that her essay manga, Hakusho yes. Kizoku. Yes. 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 Um, it's about her life in Hokkaido. She, Hokkaido. She yeah. was brought up in a family of farmer Farmers. in Hokkaido. Yeah, 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 she was. I love and, that manga. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and so she knows how great and hard to do farming and agriculture yeah, yeah, yeah. in Hokkaido. And uh, also, Ginosaji tells about it. So I think Ginosaji came at the perfect time. Because I remember <laughs> there's a farmer boom. Mm. Like, there was a time in Japan that everybody wanted to go to these farms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they want to, like, their holiday is going to this farm and helping out and making cheese yeah. and making, yeah. you know, I I don't think they go as extreme as hitting a deer and eating it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it's that kind of thing. It, it came at that time because I remember... Gino Saji started a little after Moyashimon. And, ah. yeah, um, just maybe around two or three years after the Moyashimon anime. And and I think at that time, Moyashimon was, was really, really big because it was doing all of these fermenting stuff and agricultural stuff. And there was a bit of a cheese boom of sorts, but... Um, yeah, so Ginosaji actually came at the right time. It's one of those mm. timely manga, but it's a good story, regardless. Yes, yeah. yes. And, uh, well, not aside the story, also the character is great. And as usual, I like, I like, I love the jokes. I mean, the of course, the jokes were also good at FMA, I, I think. It's that same kind of jokes the author has. She has <laughs> that fun And humor. also, yeah, yeah, I, li- I love her jokes. I love her jokes. Um, without the joke, um, Ginosaji will be more like dark story, I guess. <laughs> and it has a lot of um, Imagine hard Ginosaji. things in real life, like... Even what if, if like Ginosaji is like Gekiga? Happen. Yeah. Imagine Ginosaji as a Gekiga, wherein you know everything is, everything <laughs> like is so dark. <laughs> yeah, everything is dark. so dark, and it's yeah. like ah, <laughs> it's time for me to kill Butadon. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of that kind of dark atmosphere. You I know? won't read it. I won't read it and... because I really love the art. Yeah, well, I really true. love the art. The author draws the animals really cute. Like, look at the pigs. Oh, look at Butadon. It's so cute. Yeah, then, then you need to eat them. Eat them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's why I, I find it them. funny that the, that, uh, 
um, the reaction of people with um, Dinosaji is that you, know, you have two mixed reactions. One is the side of people who are the side that are okay with eating butadon, and the side who are you know against eating butadon. Yeah. And I mean, I'm one of the side that you know, hey, let you know, it's about farming. You should eat the pig. Well, I know people who have really strong opinions about like, you know, about animal farming and animal rights and and you know, they find Ginosaji so cute, but at the same time it's so hard to accept and, you know, let go of you know, something you, you took care of. So, um are there anything else that you like about Ginosaji? Other than it's well, farming and it's agricultural, mm, like it's the character. I mean, like, it's it that, it, mm, it won. Um, just for those who know, it, don't know, it also won the manga Tai Show in two thousand twelve. So mm-hmm. it's quite exceptional. It's quite an exceptional manga that way. So right now they're in a school, and later on, of course, they have to graduate. I wonder. What will Hachiken will be after graduating and when he... He's gonna um, kill Butadon, that's for sure. <laughs> Another Butadon. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I yeah. am very watchful about what will happen to Butadon. Like, I think <laughs> I think my Twitter timeline and my Tumblr timeline will probably go crazy on that day when they finally decide what happens to Butadon. <laughs> and then be like there would be so many tears and it'd be like I quit table flip and... <laughs> but I guess it's how emotional people can get like yeah. why is Putal on the bacon now well, bacon is good <laughs> <laughs> bacon is good <laughs> so so those are your top five from the list top five yes yeah yes. it was hard it was hard to find it was hard so the... hard to choose so hard. I can't stress oh. enough. <laughs> because I also had um along the same as you, I also had to choose top five from from both manga lists. And um I'm just gonna go through mine quite quickly. Like for example, my most favorite from both lists is um Smells Like Green Spirit by Saburo Nagai. That's um, amazing. Oh, you've read it? Yes, I did. Yay! <laughs> Victory! Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's a wonderful amazing. comic. It's I've, I've spoken about this in a review in my website. Uh, yeah. I'll put the link below. But it's it's just a wonderful story about how two boys try to live their sexuality and express their sexuality in their small town. And to me, it's it's a very di- different BL because it's not exactly about boys' love in a sense that it's boys' love about them falling in love with somebody or falling in love with each other. But I think it's more about boys' love in loving themselves and coming to terms with themselves. Mm. And... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I think it's also a good story. And I've written, like, my love 
song and my love essay for that. And you can just read it. But wow, oh my god, it's I love that story. Guys, read smells like green spirit. Um, mm. And then afterwards, uh, my next favorite is actually um, Ballroom Yokoso. Mm-hmm. Um, read that. So, yeah. yeah, Ballroom Yokoso by Takeuchi Tomo. Um, I actually heard about this from the manga Taisho list last year, I think. And I was like, what the hell? Why would I want to read about manga about ballroom dancing? And I mean, I I secretly love, not so secret, I, mean, I don't know. I just don't openly talk because <laughs> nobody really <laughs> ever asked. But I actually like watching professional ballroom dancing. You know, mm-hmm. they have this weird, you know, the, the kind of ballroom dancing scene in Shall We Dance? Mm-hmm. You know, that old Japanese film? And yeah. that kind of competitive dancing is really amazing. And, you know, the movements are, you know, really sharp and technical. And um, so I never really imagined it becoming a manga because I, I never thought that people would be interested anyway. But Ballroom Eyokuso is interesting because, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's published in a shonen magazine. Mm-hmm. And it's a shonen manga about ballroom. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the, what the, what the fuck? How can you get boys interested in ballroom? And it's so funny because... You know, when you start reading the comic, the visuals, the art, the movement is so fluid and so amazing. It's so vibrant. You can really feel them dancing. Like, you know, when they start turning and then you see their sweat, you know, sweat float in the air as they make a turn. The guy captured it well. and And it's not like, you know... I was thinking that while reading it, it would have its homo homo moments. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on it's dancing it's it's a kind of stuff that Fujoshi like me live on and it, it actually kind of does you know it has its like if you really turn you know max up your Fujoshi radar it's there but even if you're not Fujoshi you can actually enjoy the story as it is because it really has a nice um representation of the hardship and the sportsmanship involved in ballroom dancing like I think it's a sports manga it's a sports manga it's not it's not it's not about it's not it's not like swan you know swan it's not about yeah I I feel this is not like it's more of a sports manga it's 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 totally a sports manga sports manga yes no wonder you like it because I know you like sports manga I, I I like sports manga to a degree, but I but it's always you know in relation to like this is gonna be like Fujoshi interesting for me or not and and I always look at the Ninja and Kanke the the, the relationships of mm. people in in uh, in a sports manga like if I don't see those kinds of things I I'm probably not interested in it but. This one has a good balance of it, and it's very masculine for a really sissy. Okay, I'm, I'm being, I'm really being 
horrible and mean when I said that, but for something that we consider a very feminine sport, it's a very, very masculine manga about it. It's really good. Love it. And then um, another title that I found interesting is actually Pochamani by Hirama Kaname. And I think, I'm, have you read this, Yue? No, I haven't oh. read you, you should. Because it's for people like you and me. It's for it's a, it's a shoujo manga about a plus size girl. Like a huh? big like a fat girl. The heroine oh. is a fat girl. That's why it's pocha uh pochamani. Um the thing the thing is it's a story about um a big girl and about a guy who's in love with her and it's actually in love with her curves. Now it's kind of weird. Um, I read the first volume of this, and it's it's weird because the guy is that kind of um, he fetishizes fat girls, mm-hmm. so he has this thing with soft, curvy girls, and he likes mm-hmm. touching her and all that jazz. And um, at first, it's in the first volume, it feels really, you know, uh, really weird because it feels like that's the only thing that the guy is interested in, her curves. But as, <laughs> yeah, like, literally, he would like touching her. Like, you know, because those, it's soft. Because she's soft. Because she's soft. soft. Like, you know, that we, for, you know that weird scenario we're in? You're just... You're just walking on your own in your school, you know, mm-hmm. down the hallway. And then there's this guy who would be behind you and then like, ah, Ina, you're so soft. And it's it's weird, right? That's weird. And then, <laughs> and then suddenly she, you know, she finds herself falling in love with him. And he actually also falls in love with her. I mean, he's been in love with her in her curves. But um, the story progresses uh, after volume one that, you know, eventually they grow and he starts to also accept her body and it it's actually a story about body positivism. Mm-hmm. You know how you know you start feeling good about how your body looks even if you look big, even if you look, you know, oddly shaped and all that jazz. And I think I think shoujo manga needs that. Mm. It's rare to find that in shoujo manga because you know um Shoujo manga is always about, you know, wanting to be perfect, wanting to look cute, you know. It's about me and my transformation into becoming the most beautiful girl in the world. Even if I don't want to, you know, right? So, yeah. th- this is a good manga. It's something like, it's it reminds me a bit of, at least the heroine reminds me a bit of Tsukimi in Kuragehime. Mm-hmm. Wherein, you know, mm-hmm. she's not really comfortable with her body, but she's kind of okay with the way she is. Yeah. So, it's it's good that way. It's it's good. So, I think it's also the trend right now about uh, Pochari Joshi. Have you heard of that? Oh, about how, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I didn't no, know that. so it's kind of trend right now in Japanese women oh, that I, it's I, okay to be fat. So, I, I saw this... Mm. Um, magazine yeah uh oh no this fashion line that only carries like i think a, a few yeah. days ago yes 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 
Uh, yeah. It's yeah, for plus size ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, interesting. remember the time that um, the idea of Ottoman was popular? Because mm-hmm. it, you know, it came out from a manga. Mm-hmm. Like, Ottoman became popular because there was a manga uh, yes. named Ottoman. Yes, then, yes, yes. And then guys were like saying, ah, oh, I can finally relate to an Ottoman. And, then, <laughs> and I guess, in a way, Pocha, Pochamani also came at that good time we're in, you know, uh, girls are starting to feel positive about their big bodies. But that's really good. Yeah. It's really good, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, what I like Pochamani, I also like Oboreru Knife, which is all uh, about imaging and all that what's not, sort of. Um, yeah. Oboreru Knife by Asakura George is actually my my newest addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I really love it. I understand. It's an addiction. Yes. Yeah. I'm also um, reading it. Ah, it, it, you're reading it now. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's actually a story. Um, the first few volumes is a little slow because it it follows a story about um, a young girl who's you know she's become this idol of sorts, this up and coming idol in Tokyo. Those young idols, not really gravure idol but um, the model it's, type it's, a, it's a model yeah yeah um and she's becoming quite popular in, you know in tokyo and right when she's starting you know her career is starting to grow her father decides to pull her away from the limelight and brings her to her town somewhere in the kansai area and it start the first arc if i may call it it's a story about her coming to terms with herself, her image, and the town, in her town. And I think throughout the story, you'll find that she will always want to leave this town. She hates the town. And then she meets this guy uh, who actually makes her appreciate and love the town. And, um, And that's the first arc. Because at the end of that arc, shit happens to them. Yeah. And then, and then you know, the drama begins. The shoujo drama begins. And, oh my god, I love this story. It is, um, I think I've said this somewhere, that it's the kind of story that I haven't seen, read or seen in shoujo manga for a good long while. Like, a good shoujo story that has oomph and drama and and all the ugly tragedy all the you know um uncomfortable things that are hardly expressed like there there's a there's an idea of you know the scary kind of lolicon in this story uh, you know, you have stalkers, creepers, uh, the, you know, the ugly part of fame. And, you know, in Japan right now, young girls are like the hot topic. And mm-hmm. and almost every manga out there is talking about how awesome it is to become an idol. I want to become an idol. I want to, you know, become a pop star. I want to become a model without really thinking that, you know, when you get to the top, there will be repercussions. There will be effects. Mm-hmm. And this girl received one of those effects, and it's 
it's actually very haunting reading it. Have you read that far? Uh, yes, yes. Actually, I read until 14, 15. Oh, okay. Okay, we're on so, the same boat. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, when I read this manga, my heart hurts so much, but can't stop reading it. I know. Yes. And know. um, when I read manga, I have this habit, I just noticed now, that I just turn back the pages once in a while. And um, when I do that, it means that I really like the manga. So, And for this manga, I did that a lot. So it was so slow on reading. <laughs> it yeah, took yeah, yeah. so long time yeah, yeah, yeah. to finish it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really it's, good. It's one of those that you have to really look back. And when you... The, so, 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 so. Every time you look back, mm-hmm. you try... You suddenly notice the reactions of the characters. Yes, yes. And then yes. it's so subtle and it's so beautifully drawn. Yes, I think I, yes. I remember telling you during the first um, time we talked about Awarded Unite was that I feel like this is the manga that would probably fill the gap of... the Fill the gap that Nana left. Mm. You know the yes. drama that Nana had, that 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 heavy shoujo, heart wrenching drama that you know that Nana hasn't finished at all. <laughs> at all. Well, for good for yeah. for reasons that we don't like, that we can't help, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, there hasn't been a manga like like Nana since then. You know, yes. some try. But you know, in recent years, the the best manga, are all the best shoujo manga, are always you know, love comedies, mm. and the the dramas slowly disappeared. And this is one of those really good dramas. It's fantastic. It's it's like it's better than a, you know. I mean, usually drama in shoujo manga is like very soap opera, and it's like yeah, yeah this is like the good kind of soap opera, you know. You, you just want to read this on and on and... Oh, God. <laughs> I could go on forever. I could go on forever. Yes. yes. Yeah. But I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Because I, I remember the, the last time we spoke, you were just like, oh, I kind of started reading it and then now you're like, yes, yes. Uh, oh, finally. Uh, <laughs> She finally read and reached the point where I am. It's like, oh, yes, yes. how can I talk without talking about the spoilers? Okay, I'll do that later, you know, when nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then my last manga from, I think, an interesting manga from that list is, um, what you call this? Kyo wa Kaisha Yasumimasu by Fujimori Okay. Actually, originally, yeah. I was I was thinking between no Nai Poison Berry and this. Yeah. Um, and uh-huh. Setone Mizushiro and Kyowakaisha Yasumimas. But I stuck with Kyowakaisha Yasumimas because I think for all the agony that a Boruto knife will bring, you kind of don't want to read a Setone Mizushiro <laughs> title. Ah, true, true, so true. Because you're going to be so annoyed. Um, yes. Yeah, I realized that a lot of I, I was telling a friend, um, I actually ended up reading one of her works, something about Kurobara Alice, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, or or something, I forgot. Ah, After School Nightmare. I was reading After School Nightmare, and I realized that 
Setano Mizujiro is actually an annoying author because she yes. does all of the annoying things. Annoying things. <laughs> and then I told my friend that, you know, I don't understand. I know that this author is really annoying, but I don't understand why I still keep on reading her anyway. Like, I enjoy reading her work. Like, it's it's annoying, but I read it anyway, and I like it anyway. Oh, I hate her. So I'm going to skip that. <laughs> I'm going to skip Nonai Poisonberry. If you want to guys read it, read it. It's, yeah. it's a funny title. <laughs> it's just annoying. But I'm going to go with Kyowa Kaisha Yasumimasu because it's... I learned a new word. Because apparently, um, Arafo, uh, Arafo... Arafo is for around for women so around 40s and who are still single and so on and so forth. And apparently the term for Kyowa Kaisha Yasumimasu is for women like me who are Arasa. <laughs> Arasa. Because <laughs> we're yes. around, around 30. 30. Around 30. <laughs> no, no. Oh my god. This is... This, this well, is... that word was being there for like... I, I didn't... It's more a new than word three for years me. ago. It's a new word for me. Oh, okay. So, so I, I actually... When I was reading um, the comments for Kyo Wakasha Yusumimas, it's like, ah, it's the perfect Arasa 30. And I'm like, Arasa? Ah, ah. So it's like out of four, but it's for around thirty. <laughs> like, oh my god! But and I don't know. Uh, I I think in the past few months, it's been um, a question has been raised about how Japan is having a hard time with their population because people are not getting into relationships, particularly career ladies, and so on and so forth. And I think. This is one of those stories that kind of captures um, the side of the girl, you know, as she tries to find love in in that stage of her life. But unlike Nonai Poisonberry, um, Kyowakaisha Yasumimas reads like a shoujo manga, doesn't it? It it has that it has that light-hearted. Um, it's not too heavy. It's you know it, it's still mature and it's well drawn. It's mm-hmm. a quite it's it's quite mature, but it's not you know really Jose mm. like really dramatic Jose or uh, 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 you know uh, what I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not as sad <laughs> as other Jose. <laughs> like I was trying to think, think of oh how do I put it between Kimi Bopetto. Um, Tramps Like Us. Um, and because Kimi Wapeta is also the same. You have the career lady and then you have this young guy and she's also a Arasa. And then I was like... I think this one, Kyo Wakai Shouyasumimas, is much lighthearted. Yeah, it's it's a lot lighthearted. Although I really haven't read far. Like I've read volume 3. So mm. I'm not sure yeah uh how the story will go but it's, it's really nice read and it's um, it's it 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 makes me hopeful you know? <laughs> I mean for for Obasan's like uh-huh. me it's like oh my god oh my god you know you kind of feel that your heart racing with every yes. page and to me that's that's important that's gold for yeah. for a manga at least and <laughs> yes. so 
just a rundown of the things that we were talking about. Um, our recommended titles from both lists are Smells Like Queen Spirit, Ballroom Yokoso, Pochamani, Oboru Knife, Kyo wa Kaisha Yasumimas, and Satsuki Oshitsu, Kakukaushikajika, Heikidashi uh, Niterarium, Oremonogatari, and Ginosaji, Silver Spoon. Yes. I just realized, and we have like one shonen title, and it's like a cheat shonen title because it's like a ballroom shonen title. <laughs> oh my god, I've been reading, I've been reading a lot of shoujo and jose manga last year. I didn't, I didn't realize it until now. Yeah, so, um, are there manga on your end that? You saw in the list in Konomanga yeah. Gasugoi and the Comic Natalie Taisho mm-hmm. list that you're interested in but you haven't read. Like, you have mm. Yeah, I have. I have. So, um, those are uh, one of it is um, Anata no Koto wa Sore Hodo by Ikuemiyo. Mm-hmm. Because. I, I, I have no idea what's the story about, but because I like the author, and the author makes a great shoujo manga. Uh, Ikuemiyo made like um, Barairo no Hibi, or what's mm-hmm. the other one? Uh, Kiyoku Yawaku, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's I like a, the she's author. Like a, an old author already. Mm, old author already. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So I want to read that someday. Yeah. yeah. And next, oh, do you have yeah. others? Oh, wait. Speaking of Ikuemiyo, she has this, since you like Pochamani, she has this manga about a girl who is fat, but she it's, she does a really hard diet or something. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, the other one is this title. I'm not sure if everyone will understand. It's a long title. I'll say it, okay? I'll say okay. it. Go, go, go. Okay, the title is Cafe de Yoku Kakate Ru J-Pop no Bosanova Cover O Utau Onna no Isho. Wow, that's long. <laughs> that is long. That's long. Um, Interesting title, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you have an idea how, if you can translate it in English? <laughs> It's about a cafe. Um, cafe. Uh, it's about a girl who sings a J-pop uh, bossa nova cover, uh, cover bossa nova cover version of J-pop, <laughs> and you hear those a lot in the cafe <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, uh, like um, I um, I don't. Of... No, it's not. It's not a music manga. Oh, okay. Okay, um, I did a bit of research and I read some previews, uh, just a few preview page in Amazon Japan. And it seems it's a um, one-shot compilation manga mm. title. And it's um, the, the main story is the title, but there are other stories. And it, it looks very cynical story. Like, cynical in a way that it's sarcastic about mm. or it's like the, the author is making fun of those people kinda 
Like, but mm. he, the author is also one of those people. Like, oh, um, it's like how like, we talk about hipsters, and then yes, 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 that one, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's about hipsters. Yes, that's the no. Seriously, it's hipsters. about hipsters. Hipsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in Japan, I think those people are called sabukaru, the people uh, who like subculture or something. Yeah, but we're also yeah. part of it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That's why. Um, the people about um, Sabukaru people, they do make fun of Sabukaru people too. So, so it's like that. So, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'll read it someday. I'll read it someday. Yeah. And I might I be really, <laughs> but I want to read it. Okay. The next is another shoujo manga, I guess. Uh, Tsukikage Baby. By Kodama Yuki. Ooh, the same author as... Um, nanto pa? Sakamichi no Apollon, right? So, 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 so. Sakamichi no Apollon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I picked this is that I trust the author. Like, Ikuemyo. I trust Kodama Yuki because I read some of her works other than uh, Sakamichi no Apollon. Like, um, another Yomikiri compilation. And it was really great. It's really great, and um, this one it's about a traditional event or dance in a small town, and I have no idea what it is. So it's interesting topic. Well, so it's about a small town, and then they have maybe a festival every year. But and it's set in modern time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe it's in the modern time. Mm. Okay. So, okay. those, are, those are interesting titles. Um, interesting in my title. end, um, yeah. one is Bokura no Hentai. Um, I actually saw a review of this um, by one of my friends, Jocelyn, and um, I'll, I'll put her review at the, at the link below. Um, but it's actually uh, one of those. It's similar to uh, Horo Musuko. It's just a darker story. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the interesting thing about this is um, it has Yuri elements in it, and uh, I well, I'm not a follower of Yuri titles, but um, I'd like to read some good Yuri. So, Bokura no Hentai is at the top of my list, um, and I think you know, for people who are listening, they might be going like, "Oh my God, Hentai, Hentai." Um, <laughs> It's I don't I don't think it's that kind of hentai. So if, if you uh-huh. if you actually uh-huh. if you actually read it, it might not be anything like what we know of hentai. Um, I think in <laughs> Japan, in Japan, hentai can can mean a lot of things other than Japanese pornography. Yes. So yes. Um, so I think it's closer to maybe a weirdo, what we would consider a weird person. So yeah. or something eccentric or, um, and I think in this case, it's 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 weird. Maybe because of the whole Yuri aspect of the story. Um, another one is Tokyo Shinshu, which which won the Konobi El Gayabai. Actually, have I feel bad? I honestly have the four volumes of Tokyo Shinshu with me, mm-hmm. but I haven't read them because I I'm like because it, it's four volumes uh-huh. and it's so weird because I'm in the middle of reading Naruto. Mm-hmm. And I can actually easily read four volumes, but um, yeah, uh, 
I want to read Tokyo Shinshu. I've been long, I've been so curious about it for such a long time, and I should start reading that. And the the third list that I'm interested in but haven't read, and I've been seeing its name pop out a lot among you know online reviewers, online critics, um, at least in Japan. Um, I'm not, I haven't seen it in the English manga reading circles it's Ajin uh, do you know anything about Ajin? Mm, I have no idea I but no... I do see uh, the titles everywhere yeah yeah. everyone's talking uh, a lot of people are talking about how awesome this manga is and I'm trying to understand the manga but uh, I I, I I just I don't know I, I don't know if I'm being dumb or anything but uh, it's a typical high school story I suppose but we'll see the covers look amazing mm. and ah oh, yeah uh, yeah there Ajin so those are the three titles that I'm interested in and Maybe we can meet again in another podcast and talk about if we actually read those titles. And it, uh, okay, okay. Maybe, if we have time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe we'll yeah. do it like when it's 2014. Let's do this again. <laughs> yeah. And um, just for, you know, um, for for those who are listening, and I'm quite sure a good number of them are for Joshia. Um, I just want to talk about one how you guys might want to start looking or start observing the Comic Natalie best uh, the Manga Taisho Award for Comic Natalie because the interesting thing about Comic Natalie is they don't have particular genres like Kono Manga Gasugoi and because of that um, I think it's been a while since like the Niju Yonengumi since the year 24 group that you have stories that have boys love or yaoi recognized in a in a list of titles um, I mean among all the mangas that, ha- that have been published in Japan you have a couple they actually do recognize a couple of BL titles that they think is good for you know people who are not used to reading BL. And Mm-mm. that's a that's a good thing. Like the one is the the Konobiya Gayabai winner which is Tokyo Shinshu. Um they have Ten Dance by um, Inoue Sato, which is again about ballroom dancing. This is like if ballroom Ayokso was BL then it would be Ten Dance. <laughs> and then you have like smells like green spirit. That was is, great. Like I'm not Fujoshi, but I love this manga. Oh, I'm so happy you liked it. That's really mm. nice. Is this I'm... a BL? Isn't it like more of like it's a, a BL. homo or gay? It's BL. Oh, okay. It's, it, it, I, I will put it under BL because it mm-hmm. was published in a magazine for BL. Ah, okay, okay. Then it's a BL. But, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, it's not, really nice. But, but it's, it's one of those stories that can in go either way. Another story similar to that that I have the manga of, unfortunately, uh, fortunately, is Udagawa Cho de Matete, 
mm-hmm. um, which is like uh, imagine if the the boy in Horo Musko finally falls in love. Mm. So you know he's he's into cross dressing. He's into he's you know wearing all of these female clothes all the time. He's kind of disgusted with his, himself and what he does. But here comes a guy who actually likes him for what he does. So that's that's a to me those are some of the good stories that uh, came out from the comic Natalie list that are BL and so on like it's it's a surprise that it doesn't have that list doesn't have some of the more popular BL authors but mm-hmm. like for example usually people would say oh it should have SDEM in it but ah. they, they chose a different SM I think I think they chose Golondrina or something I'm not sure but um, but yeah it's it's good it's ah and they also have Yamashita Tomoko's Hibari no Asa, but that's not BL. But that's also a good story if people are interested in. And the other interesting thing about what that I find about the nominees is I was actually expecting one title to win it all. Mm. Can you guess mm. what it is? Yes. <laughs> I can. No, then go <laughs> ahead. Sure, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. Shingeki no Kyojin, de show. Yeah, Attack on Titan. Yeah, yes, Attack on Titan for sure. Because I was last year it was the it was the year of Attack of Titans for sure. I know, and it's just and it's and it's. I don't. I mean, I think a good number of my Twitter and Tumblr followers already know my emotions about Attack on Titan, but. Mm. I was actually, you know, given its popularity, I was actually expecting it to be, you know, in the Konomangagas Goy number one. I wonder if it was um, Konomangagas Goy in a previous year, but I don't think it was. Let me check. But yeah, um, I was wondering why. I was wondering why it didn't win. Oh, see? It it didn't win last year either. Mm. Like in 2012, yeah. um, the Kono Manga was Blackjack Sosakuhiwa. Mm-hmm. And then in 2013, 2013, I wonder who, who got it. Um, Maybe Terraformers. So why is it that Attack on Titan, Shingeki no Kyojin, never make it to number one? I don't know. I have no idea. Because mm. it's, really, it's really one of the top mangas of last year. Like, mm. everybody was talking about mm-hmm. Shingeki no Kyojin. Well, and, you know, also the help of the anime, I guess. But wouldn't that come together? Yes. The show? Yeah. Like, usually sometimes the anime even helps. Hmm. Right? Helps. So, yeah. That was, that, that was a, a big surprise for me. Like, I was expecting... I was expecting it to be, like, the year of Attack on Titan. Like, 
I mean, it sure it won the Kodansha Manga Award, but nobody really follows the Kodansha Manga Award. <laughs> I mean, they they tend. I mean, they tend. Well, to be Kodansha per- Manga Award is only for Kodansha, right? No, and then of course, no, no, it's not. No, it's is. Do they pick from other publishing companies? I think um, there were some titles. Most of them are from Kodansha. And then they'll have like a couple of titles that are not from Kodansha. Like I remember, um, let me see. Wait, 2011. Yeah, they have some. Like Antique Bakery was not from Kodansha. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Fruits Basket also won. Oh, Fruits Basket won. Wow, that's Haksensha. Yeah, that's Haksensha. And, yeah. See? So, but Attack on Titan won in 2011. Which is good. Sort of in the shonen category. But I, I kind of, you know, question it because they made Air Gear 1 for a year. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and then last year it was the Kodansha Award winner was uh, Makoto Raikus Animal Land. And mm. for the shonen category, it's Shigatsu wa Kimi no Uso. And the shoujo was Ore Monogatari. Mm. And Seinen was Gurazeni. So yeah, that, that 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 was a surprise for me. That Attack on Titan didn't win. I I don't know if it's because of the plot that happened. I mean, some of the big plots were revealed this year, right? Uh, sorry, I I kind of stopped reading. Like I'm, I think. Sorry, sorry. I remember you were Actually, up to date I, I, before I, I left. Um. No, I I read I watched the whole anime, but um, and then I I I promised myself that I will read the manga only if I will finish the anime. But afterwards, I didn't start reading yet the manga. I read until volume three, but I stopped because I wanted to watch first the anime. So yeah, yeah. I will I will read it. I will read it. Sorry. And you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm actually more updated with you, and I haven't read. <laughs> I haven't read the manga at all. I just, I just, you know, read my Twitter. Like I think, I think just just a few days ago, um, a leak of the the fifty fifty third chapter came out, and everyone was talking about how Eren is hard, <laughs> how Eren doesn't get hard, but it doesn't, you know, never mind. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't get hard. Aaron doesn't get hard. So, anyway, any last thoughts on I me? Mean, for me, I think the manga list was really nice. It was a good list, and uh, it was a good list. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think they, I think some of them are the best. The winners are deserving, maybe, mm. if we've read them. <laughs> well, you've read Ansatsu Kyoshitsu, so now I'm actually curious yeah. to read it. So, um, and we. And Sakamoto Deska's, you know, as we said earlier. So, I think it's a good year to start manga and so on and so forth. Yeah. And like yes. you said, this a list will help me 
uh, look for a new one. Like, I'm really interested in this, the long title one, Cafe de Yoku J, Kakateiru J Pop no Bosanova, Kabao Utau Onna no Isho. Oh my god. <laughs> so... I'll never say that. I'll never say that. <laughs> Even if I have like a really great. Japanese reading skills, whatever. <laughs> I'll never say that. That's like, that's like a tongue twister. Tongue twister. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good time to pick up a new title. And um, yeah, as I said earlier, I'll be giving out links um to where you can find the comic Natalie list and the Kono Manga Gaskoi list and the Kono Gayabai list. Um, if you haven't read on these titles that were mentioned, um. It's time to read them because the next thing you know, by the time you catch up with the list, there's another new set of titles that are coming out. <laughs> um, and so, uh, thank you very much, Yue, for oh, thank coming you today. Very much. Yay, I feel very honored <laughs> that you invited me, and I hope we can do this again. Of yes. course, of course. Okay, thank I'm you, everyone. Thank you yeah. for listening, everyone. And um, just a few notes. We're on, oh my God, we're on iTunes. Because is on iTunes. So if you actually have iTunes installed on your computer, you can subscribe to iTunes, okay? And you can also sub- subscribe um, using the RSS feed of the website and you just get updates. Or follow me on Tumblr and Twitter and all of those places on the internet. So thank you, everyone, for Fujoshcast. If you have any topics or ideas for the next show, just holler and give me an idea. So thank you, you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.